0: The podcast.
1: Hello, honeybees. Welcome to another episode of the motherfucking sweetest honey podcast. Motherfucking sweetest honey, podcast. Oh shit, who is it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's me. It's honey <laughs> Hi,
1: babe.
0: Hello. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing all right. Yeah. My my butt's a little sore.
0: Your butt sore? Yeah, your butt sore? Yeah, but not for the reasons that I would normally say that my butt is sore. So I we <laughs> <laughs> went on this hike, and all of a sudden, we're trying to just crawl under this fence, and my backpack said, <laughs> ah. "Better not." Mm. I'm just wobbling around on the the ground, looking like a turtle. I couldn't get up. Oh. It was really funny. I'm sure. I don't know how you didn't laugh because if it was you, I would
1: have been laughing so hard. Because I don't think I saw you fall. I oh, think that God. I just saw you on the ground, and I was like, "Oh no, are just you wobble. okay?" Just trying to get up. <laughs> oh. No, I didn't even see you wobble. You had like you were seated. You know, you were seated at this point, and you just oh. seemed like frustrated and I was like what did I miss what
0: happened (laughs) oh oh, you missed the whole thing um you know I looked like (laughs) a fat ass chihuahua Mm. when he rolls over and he can't get up because you shoved him over
1: no bless him that's what I felt like Mm.
0: (laughs) but Mm. I'm really glad that you missed that because maybe your attraction to me might not be as as high as it still is today Hmm. had you in fact witnessed that
1: I am so doubtful that that would have impacted my attraction to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's good. You, I mean, you missed a good belly laugh though. Like oh. I full on expected like the loud laughter from you.
1: Oh no! I don't know. Maybe after I was sure you were okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see you fall. No,
0: you didn't. No, you didn't laugh enough for for you to have seen any of it. So mm. that uh, that really warms my
1: heart. And then I just didn't. came over and helped you up. I was like, Oh you no, did. honey, you fell down. Mm. Come here.
0: Yeah, because even like standing up, I couldn't even catch my grip on the on the gravel to get up. It mm-hmm. Anyway, it's not what this entire episode of Sweetest <laughs> Honey the podcast is about. My butt cheeks being sore
1: from falling. It's only been two minutes. You can talk about your sore butt cheeks <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> fine (sighs) it's been two minutes and 59 seconds you can talk about your butt cheeks if you want to
0: yeah the momentum crawling under that fence (laughs) it got me
1: well I mean shit you haven't done this in a couple of months and like we have new gear you know what I'm saying so that's different than what you were carrying with you before so it it makes sense that like you might have felt a little like just like you know just discombobulated in general And then I feel like a little dissociated. So sometimes things don't feel calibrated the right way either. You know Mm. what I'm saying? So like, no. Yeah.
0: Like, you know that you're getting older when you are already squatted next to the ground, but you fall over and you still need to ice your butt cheek. Mm. One of those. I'll have you look and see if there's a a bruise there yet. Because it was all just on the fatty part of my butt cheek
1: long blue hair blue ass a bruise only just a fellow with some light amusement <laughs> <sighs> how are things going with you baby um things with me are fine uh my body is sore just just from hiking i mean mm-hmm. not i was so excited to be able to hike for the first time in mm, not quite a month but it was like maybe 3 weeks um i went in the beginning of january and i just depression was like mm, it's cold outside don't you just want to stay in here under a blanket don't you just want to be near blankets because you're not gonna really sit down because that's what my anxiety said depression was like don't you want to come lay down under a blanket Look and I how was like warm and cozy that sounds so here. nice oh my god that's all that I want yeah is it a heated blanket yeah it's a heated blanket is it a weighted blanket you ain't got no weighted blanket and I'm like not yet but
0: Nah. Maybe I should get How long one. ago did I say that we should buy a weighted blanket?
1: A couple of years, but I was really concerned about feeling very claustrophobic under mm. a blanket that was too heavy. But lately I have been like, honey, I need a hug and I need a hug now. But like, I just need
0: the tightness.
1: I need a really, really tight hug. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Ooh, it'd be really nice if a, I could just lay down and feel like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's supposed to help kind of ease some of that anxiousness with mm-hmm. some of that. Yeah. A lot of neurodivergent people say that that weightedness helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like what were we watching? And there was um, someone with autism and their like coping mechanism when they got overwhelmed was for somebody to like lay on top of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never I didn't understand that at the time but now i'm like um and all that it does is just kind of suppress your immune system not your immune system but your central nervous system so just like that tightness kind of your immune system my immune system um i'm lit so we were
0: watching atypical um and yeah the, the his friend said i'm gonna give you a tight can i give you a hug and he said a tight one
1: mm-hmm. well that too but i'm specifically thinking of an instance and it might not have been something that we saw mm-hmm. together but somebody wanted the other person to just lay on top of them like they lay down on the floor on their belly the person would lay on their belly on their back and that was like something that really helped to soothe them in that way Mm -hmm. because maybe being touched otherwise was not an option but just the weight of that yeah the weight of a body
0: the closest I think you've experienced recently to that would um even be like just when we went to our friends in Tennessee Mm -hmm. to visit and they have their giant dogs and the giant dogs like to cuddle. Oh my
1: gosh. Yeah.
0: I think it was Honeybee liking to cuddle with you Ooh, it because was honeybee. it was purely weight on top of you that you were like, oh, maybe I do like this.
1: That dog's name is Honeybee. Yeah. And she is so beautiful. I know we've talked about her before, but like I miss her. She's so pretty and she's so big and she looks like a fucking monster and she is a sweet cuddly baby and i love her just a month because of her size she's just huge yeah um big old dirt she oh she's so sweet and i miss her and she's so cute like her head is enormous and her body is so heavy and yes like she did come in i was like oh this is great for both of us (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i just kind of laid sprawled on the floor And she just kind of like came and like plopped down like on top of me. So she's like between my legs, but like on like her head is like on my chest and all of her little heavy body. It was so nice. And then when the other precious baby came and laid down with me on the chair, Mm -hmm. she's so precious. (laughs) I know I just wasn't trying to like say all their dog's names. (laughs) It's okay. I was just saying like I remembered her name. I just didn't want to say it necessarily. Um, oh, (laughs) it's okay. (laughs) I mean, shit, you know, like sometimes people be using their animals names and like passwords and stuff like that. (laughs) I just get really paranoid about that. Like I'm even weird about dates that I'll put. Like if I do like an anniversary post or something like that, I might like post it around the time but not specifically on that time if I use a certain date for something I don't post about anybody's birthday I don't know I'm so paranoid like I think about all the security questions that I'm ever asked every time I do like a credit check or I have to like set up like some official form you know they need all that crap like when's your mom's birthday I'm just like oh well I know when all of my acquaintances mom's birthdays are because they all post a long ass post every year on social media with pictures of her with her tagged in it
0: (laughs) that's true Mm -hmm. meanwhile we can't use our anniversaries for like anything because it's too many consecutive numbers numbers. yeah Yeah.
1: so that's fine that's why (laughs) y'all that's why i post about our anniversary like all the time i'm just like yep y'all can know what our anniversary is because it is not gonna help anybody with anything it is public record like you can go and find it if you want to like
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> 1112 is not a good pin for anything. No,
1: it's not. <laughs> but it's a great day if you're trying to remember your anniversary. Would <laughs> so, be like when, no, don't get the older I get, the worse I am at remembering like what fucking year it is uh, or like yeah. what year things happened in.
0: Yep. Like yesterday <laughs> I was like, "Babe, is it going to be, how many years will we have been in this house? I was like, oh no. And so like we had to, we always have to use the year that we started dating as a point of reference. Yep. And then like when we moved in, technically it was another year. Mm-hmm. Um. Not, not. We
1: literally moved in together. Yeah. Moved out together. Yep. Moved into another place together and got married And engaged in the same year.
0: (laughs) And started new
1: jobs. Yeah. All within that year. It was weird. Started jobs. Moved in together. Well, moved in together. Started a new job. Made a plan. Got engaged. You started a new job.
0: My new job was January of 2017.
1: Oh, just kidding. Okay, Mm -hmm. so moved moved in together started a new job started a new job
0: got engaged
1: got engaged moved out got engaged got engaged again
0: yeah moved out
1: moved out moved in got married yep (laughs) geez It's always so much going on.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that things have... Never mind. I'm going to jinx it. I'm just going <laughs> to... Rewind. <laughs> Mm-mm, not doing it. Not tempting fate
1: here. <laughs> yeah, no. Fuck that. But I, I feel the sentiment of your um, unspoken thing. Yeah. And I honor it and reciprocated
0: yeah i mean (laughs) even since we've been in this house like we were talking about how um our rooms have changed so much in in different times and really the only one that stayed kind of constant is um our Our bedroom
1: bedroom.
0: (laughs) and i would say the um our bathroom has stayed the same mainly just because there's not A whole lot of decorations Mm -hmm. in there to begin with.
1: And I only ever really did one thing to the guest bathroom.
0: Yeah. Which was, let's just change out the theme.
1: Yeah. Which was literally a shower curtain and a bath mat. And then I got like four framed pictures and a couple of towels.
0: Those pictures were already there.
1: No, just kidding. Yeah. The towels and I got a different um, soap dispenser.
0: Yep, That's it. My God, change
1: the whole thing. The whole thing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Even though like now I'm just like, ooh, do we want different mirrors in the bathroom? Do we want to paint in the bathroom? Do I want to paint the walls black in this bathroom? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I want to paint. I'm going to paint in this room. And I think the reason that I don't really change stuff around in the bedroom too much is because that is very much shared space. I can do anything I want in here because I can close the door. You don't have to be in here. You do whatever you want in your space. I don't have to be in there. You get to make the rules for what you want to look like in there. I do not feel that way about our bedroom because it's not just my space. Now, we installed shelves up to put plants up there, but we agreed on that. We talked about it. And then, you know, I've thrown out some ideas here and there. And then we've been like, meh. Yeah. Maybe. Meh. That's you fine. also
0: try not to overwhelm me with too much change all at once. Yes. Because I... <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm no, not trying you. to change up all your shit. And like, I don't go in your office and I don't change things. Like, I usually will ask you. I'm just like, honey, I think that it may could because you're so dusty in here do you want me to dust in your office (laughs) and he'd be like yeah you can dust shut up and i'd be like okay i dust in here but i not move anything i come here i take care of the plants i get the fuck out of there
0: yeah the biggest change that the only time that you change my office is when you move plants around and that's just for their care
1: yeah so we had a big old paradise big old bird of paradise in there that might be able to go back when it's warmer like when the days are a little bit longer but i was like she needs a little bit more light she's not doing so great
0: no and then my humidifier broke in there so that was the only thing that was keeping her doing all right Once that happened it was uh, all downhill from there yeah but but yeah, so we've had <laughs> that's how I have to base like all of my timeline things. I'm like, okay, when did, Tiffany and I got to, we got together in this year? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I know, all right, I started this job in in this day, this month and year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of go based off of that where we were and mm-hmm. then rebuild the timeline. Cuz that's what essentially we're having to do is rebuild our timeline mm-hmm. every time we're like, when did wait, this happen? How long have we been together?
1: I accidentally lied to my therapist and told her...
0: We'd been married five years?
1: Married five together six. And it's four and five.
0: I mean, it...
1: (laughs) But it will be...
0: (laughs) Yeah. It all starts to... It just runs... Life runs together. And especially, like, for you and I, we... Our milestones look different than other couples... Um, Especially because we choose not to have children Mm -hmm. and other couples really build their milestones based on when their kids are born. And so like then they're rebuilding their timeline based off of that.
1: Or birthdays. Exactly.
0: So I know for a fact that some people in my family, that's how they Mm -hmm. do their timelines is based off of when somebody was born.
1: Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Hmm. That Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. it makes me feel a little bit better
0: yeah and like I feel like because we got um our two little rescue pups the same year that we moved into the house (laughs) right and so but I still had that happen like a year after I would be better at remembering when that was Mm -hmm. but because it happened in the same year my brain is like, no. And the
1: fact that that backed up to literally the last time I saw my folks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I have a hard time. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. That's crazy. Exactly. So, like, we we do base our things off of things that happen in our life. Mm-hmm.
1: But, but, but we yeah. don't have this static thing of, like, kids. Because yeah. now, you know, we've had, you know, Lolly and Poppy. And then... There's going to be like a, an era of Lolly and Poppy time. And then there's going to be time that we're going to be like, OK, well, was were that they? what what dogs did we have at this time? Or like, what year was that? Was that before this happened or after this happened? Like, I know Poppy passed on Christmas, but what year was that? Mm-hmm. Like, that's
0: where we're going to get into. Yep. And that's so like I always made fun of my parents for not being able to remember stuff. Because first of all, my dad has a terrible memory when it comes to certain things and then he can remember the shit that like nobody cares about. So <laughs> Like what? <laughs> he, well, he had a minor in history. Uh-huh. So like he's really good at historical facts. And yeah, and stuff like that. And y'all, Tiffany is making such a weird face at me like are you fucking kidding me? Like what? Yeah, he's really good at remembering that, but he's terrible at remembering my mom's birthday Mm -hmm. or their Their anniversary. anniversary. Like, those dates have never been
1: good for him. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird that, like, dates for certain dates stick in your memory in certain ways and certain dates don't.
0: Yeah, or for him, how certain names do because he never remembers to call me by mine. So. By your
1: actual name?
0: <laughs> yeah, by my the name I was given at birth. Even he can't remember that. So,
1: That's you know, so crazy.
0: Yeah, so here we are. I always get, but you know that also comes with with age and stuff too. Like your and your how much stress does your brain have and what's mm-hmm. happening and, um, yeah. My mom now hardly calls me the correct name either. So, yeah. Any correct name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All of the ones that she says are the wrong ones. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I and now I'm even getting thrown in, like with my nieces and nephews. So, oh, like,
1: okay, wow,
0: yeah. So truly, it is a <laughs> a different experience. I and my dad's the same way. My dad, my dad, consistently calls me by my sister's name, and I've just gotten to the point to where I just respond.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the good thing about it is that your sister is cute. So it's not like he's like saying the name of someone ugly and <laughs> <laughs> looking at you saying the name of the ugliest person he can remember.
0: She is very <laughs> she is a cute human. She's beautiful.
1: Cute, she is. So that's that's nice that
0: I guess she's but... not like <laughs> But damn, like not only am I an Enneagram type nine that is worried about being forgotten already and like my opinions don't matter, but I consistently and constantly get forgotten, get forgotten and forgotten. It's fine.
1: You constantly get forgotten?
0: Mr. Remembered. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's happened my whole life. Like I just, I've always gotten called everybody else's name.
1: That's not hot.
0: No, it's not. Uh, and they're like, well, you know, they tried to explain it away. You know, I'm the baby of the... F- not only am I the baby of of my immediate family, I'm the baby of both extended families mm-hmm. <laughs> by several years.
1: hmm So, yeah. Little baby honeycomb. Man,
0: I really wish... Like, I want to ask now, because I know that people probably thought my parents were absolutely fucking nuts for wanting to have another child at their age. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they had me, for those of y'all that don't know, they had me when they were 41 and uh, had been trying for a while. Mm -hmm. So I just wonder, like you've got a whole ass adult daughter moved out. Mm -hmm. You have another one that's 11. So basically it means that they don't require quite as much of attention um, and can you know, shit by themselves. That's Mm -hmm. a wonderful time. And clean it up by themselves. Mm -hmm. But, like, why would you want another one? Why would you want to start over?
1: I wouldn't. So I would be like, ew, y'all have what? Kind of like people who have like siblings and they're like 20 years apart and i'm like huh that was always weird to me when i was in like high school middle school and i would have like a 13 year old friend that had like a 30 year old sibling and i'm like your sister is married with a husband
0: yeah that always was my fun fact in school my fun fact was that my oldest niece is three years older than me Mm -hmm. or that you know uh (laughs) i have two older sisters we're all 11 years apart so like We were born in this year, this year, this year. So it's like, it's just a fun, it was, it, I viewed it as a fun fact or something like that. But like looking back at it now, it's not the greatest experience.
1: Not the funnest fact after all.
0: And like, don't get me wrong. My parents are very kind humans and raised me to the best of their ability. Um, But also they're old as shit. And so my experience as a child, even seeing these other people, like, my friend's parents and stuff, I'd be like, oh, that's a cool mom. Mom, you should dress this way. So, like, I wonder how she felt about that, Hmm. and how I might have hurt her feelings unknowingly, and then vice versa, the experience that I had, too. You know, like, it's just weird to look back on, because I know, I just said, y'all, as a kid, I didn't have much of a filter, and so I just said it. Eh. (laughs) If y'all knew what just happened on the inside of my brain sometimes and the fact that I do have a filter now, you're probably like, oh, thank God. Because, <laughs> like, <clears throat> I would just be like, why Why do you do that? Why are you dressed this way? Why do you do this? Why I don't understand. This isn't normal. Why do you do that? Why do you speak the way that you do? How come your skin is this color? Mm-hmm. Why do you... How come you live here and we live here? How mm-hmm. come we don't... How come they get to have a, a young mom and I have... <laughs> <laughs> and everybody mistakes my parents for my grandparents.
1: Oh, shit. That would hurt my feelings. And I don't know why. There's nothing wrong with being older. But I'll be like, No, I was what? complete dick. I am not allowed to have a young child. What are you trying to say? I'm an old lady. <laughs> like, I don't know. It would hurt my... I'm just sensitive.
0: Yeah. And then my dad... My dad didn't want to be the old guy at the ballpark. So, like, he jokingly said he didn't want to have a son. Well, here you go. <laughs> You definitely are the oldest one at the ballpark. And everybody's like, oh, is that your grandpa? And I'm like, no. I wish that your dad,
1: I wish that fashion was different when your parents were coming. Like when you're, when like your teen years, like when you were growing up, I wish that fashion was different. And I wish that your dad would have shaved his head sooner. Oh
0: my God. Because, because your dad
1: was super hot. You look like your dad. So well, like your dad was really hot when he was younger. But if you would have told me that when I was in school, I would have been pissed off. And like he just, I mean, he, I feel like everybody looked like a fucking creep in the 80s. Like every, yeah. all men especially look like creeps and like women sometimes too look like creeps. But just like that style was, mm, mm. we're doing a good job of that now because we're some, some of us, not all of us, but sometimes we're just taking like these super aesthetic, outfits and super aesthetic pieces and like piecing them together and modernizing them to an extent we do different things with our hair. So it's not like, all of this era, you yeah. take and mix and match things to make it look good. But just in general, the haircuts, the hairstyles, yeah. the glasses, the shapes of the yep. frames, the sizes of the frames, yep. the way that shirts and pants were cut. Yep.
0: He got stuck. The in high 80s.
1: waistedness of those pants and y'all do y- y'all are legs, which is not really saying a whole lot for
0: you, yeah. but it's
1: saying even less about your torso because y'all ain't got bow-legged. shit for torsos.
0: Nah,
1: we don't. And yeah. like high waisted pants that might be meant to come like mid belly <laughs> up to the navel, maybe that come a couple inches above. Oh yeah. So it's literally like breastbone pants.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Yeah. For yeah. the rest of torso and legs, so, so y'all look like pencils <laughs> with like the torso part is the eraser.
0: It's just getting worse, and then like this, like my dad is blind as a motherfucking bat. So like he had the coke bottle thick lenses mm-hmm. with the bifocal lens at the bottom so like just right out the gate you're like old dude got it he looks like and a, a comb over and like some thick side like not y'all cute. my dad was an extremely fashionable person and it stopped in the 80s mm-hmm. so like he thought that he was being fashionable with his comb over and he was y'all he hold- held held on to that comb over from his early 20s until after I had graduated high school. Oh. So that sounds almost like 500 years. Oh, and, no. <laughs> so like, oh, <laughs> uh, then, and then to my soccer games, <clears throat> y'all, my dad was at damn near every single one of my games, and it didn't matter what the weather was like or any of that, right? But he wore this soccer ball hat, and it was like, in my teens, the most embarrassing thing of all times. So... How come? So... Because I was like, how come you can't just wear a normal fucking hat like everybody else? Why does it have to be the black and white hexagonal shaped of a soccer ball? I don't, I don't, I do not understand. Like, is it your, are you, are you intentionally trying to embarrass me or do you just not know? And he just, he thought he was being so supportive, right? And he was in his way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just didn't understand that way.
1: That's and now so looking weird. back on it,
0: now I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, my dad was more present than shit my mom was. And he took me to all my practices. He took took me to all my lessons. He's the one that was driving my ass around everywhere. So, um, but I was too embarrassed of his comb over and or soccer ball hat that like, I was just so embarrassed of him as a younger kid. Mm-hmm mm-hmm well
1: it beats like that you and then
0: adding on top of it everybody asking if he's my granddad like yeah. i was so sensitive to that as a kid i'd be like i
1: mean Ow. it's frustrating as a kid like we we don't ever have to look back on our memories and justify them through mm-hmm. like the adult evolution lens <laughs> we can true. just remember <laughs> things as children and be like it was fucking embarrassing that my old ass dad showed up with this ugly ass embarrassing hat on and he was old and ill because, like, nobody is really, like, so obsessed with their parents when we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out where we fit, like, in society and with our friends and our social groups. And uh, it's fine. Like, you were like a kid. And yeah. that was not your jam. And that's no, okay. No, <laughs> no.
0: I just, I also am self-aware enough now to recognize oh, my, for sure. the entirety of my asshole mm-hmm. as a younger person. So, shit, even now i still feel it yeah so Insane. same.
1: you know It is. Like yeah
0: it. but he uh and once he shaved it like my mom was so upset about him shaving his head at first and it did take some getting used to because for years that's all we were used to and then afterwards i was like oh, okay because also not he,
1: preferring the comb over honey uh,
0: <laughs> well crazy. when that's all you're used to since he had been 23 22 23 mm-hmm. when he first started balding
1: could you imagine if I was angry at you for wanting to cut your 40 hair? 40 plus years.
0: Um yeah, why do you think that I was so nervous about it and it took me years to finally want to do is be- is because I don't deal well with big change. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm always concerned with uh, other people's reactions. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always so worried about the people that are closest to me. What are you going to think? Mm-hmm. Or, like, the people's who opinions I respect or whatever. What are y'all going to think? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have finally gotten to the point to where, like, yeah, it still matters to me, but I'm going to do what I want to fucking do for the most part.
1: That's rad.
0: It is. I'm really happy about that.
1: I'm really happy for I'm you. I'm proud of
0: myself for now getting to
1: this. So. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Ooh, come through enthusiasm and we'll be back to it after a word from our sponsor. Here at The Sweetest Honey Podcast, we take self-care very seriously. We know you're staying hydrated, advocating, and processing. Now it's time for luxuriating. Ooh, but a baby has everything you need to bring your inner glow outward. Ooh Butter Baby is a black woman-owned natural product line featuring whipped body butters, oils, tinted lip balms, and exfoliating body scrubs that will leave you feeling deeply moisturized and smooth like Butter Baby. Nourish your mind, body, and soul with a blend of Kokum, Mango, and Shea Butters, and grape seeds, sweet almond, and papaya essential oils. Honeybees get 15% off by visiting oohbuttababy.com using the code HONEYBEE at checkout. Again, that's oohbuttababy.com with the code HONEYBEE. dot com code HONEYBEE. Now back to the show. Hell Yeah! I just want to take a moment to talk about how horny these frogs are outside. What? We've been getting a like, lot of rain. Like literally or figuratively? We've been getting a lot of rain. Well, I mean, not we've been getting a lot of rain. It rained like all day, one day. <laughs> and then,
0: like, two days, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, for like two days. It's fine. I'm being really hyperbolic. But I'm not being hyperbolic. What, what? Okay. I understand that frogs want to obviously be where like it's wet. There's like water. And... I want to be where the water is. Yeah. But why are they so loud all the time? Like, is it like little froggy mating season? Are they like when I'm just hearing, rah, rah, but what they're saying is, "I am dying in your arms tonight." There must, must, must have been something, something you say. Like, what what's going on out there? <laughs> I, really, I really don't know. I Baby did a project on bored. frogs when I was a
0: kid, but it was on like mainly poison dart frogs because I thought they were really pretty.
1: They are gorgeous. Yeah. They're the green ones that are like super bright that have yeah. like the orange toes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I looked at all those. So, like, I learned at an early age not to touch things just because they look pretty.
1: Yeah. So, as that a matter was a of fact, really the nice prettier nice it is, for me to learn. you should not touch it probably. Yeah.
0: Because definitely, we as humans, I mean, shit, as animals, that's why they're colorful the way that they are. Yep. and then that's also why they have that as a defense mechanism Mm,
1: so that's why they poisonous they like Mm -hmm. fuck around and find out if you want to y'all look good don't i bitch now you dead that's funny i want to be a poison dart frog that sounds hot honestly
0: i know right i'm looking up um (laughs) why frogs um like to croak after the rains after the rains I'm just Oh rigolo. you're absolutely so you were right. Yeah, I figured. You were right, yeah. Frogs like to reproduce in the rain, so rain makes the environment cool and wet. Yeah. Thus creating a conducive opportunity for mating. I could sense that. This is like, why you hear frogs croaking after rain, the croak of male frogs serves as a call to attract females yeah. of the same species. Mm-hmm. I
1: figured I could sense that.
0: Oh. So I've always been calmed and thought it was peaceful when the frogs were horniest. Got no, it.
1: Oh, when animals out, I mean there is always a call and it's they're not it's not food. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just like that's not a food call. That is a croon. That is a
0: Yeah, I guess my brain just had never made that association like I always just associated with peace like that's oh, a sound it, it sounds of peacefulness you know? but
1: it's also sexy it's well, a sexy playlist of nature rain and horny frogs <laughs> what? what is happening well I mean I can't imitate frog noises in rain so I'm just giving you context oh uh, <laughs> of course oh <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about
0: before we started this how our communication styles are so different.
1: <laughs> because we've been ha- like, just the way that l- things have just been coming up lately, like, yeah. and I'm just like, honey, why? Why does this happen? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, and then we have to just talk through but
1: it. But I feel like some. I mean, sometimes just the way that that. I worry, I mean, I'm not going to project on you, but I worry that the way that like I ask things or the way that I say things like upset you or that you find them like offensive or abrasive. And I'm just like, I don't mean for them to be, it doesn't mean that they're not, but it's not my intention. So sometimes the response to that, I might project that onto, even if Mm -hmm. it's not what you intend in the way that you communicate. So we were literally having a conversation about the fucking ceiling fan. So we got like a ceiling titty in this room and I was like, am I going to like jokingly, am I going to become an electrician this spring? (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Like I want to change the light fixture. And A says, well, yeah, I mean, like we can probably like watch a YouTube video and then figure out how to do that. And then I was like, yeah, well, it's already pre-wired. So if we wanted it to have the ceiling fan, like it could have it. But what you were saying was that like the way that I said it, so we were talking about the ceiling fan the way that you said it was that they were being lazy and taking shortcuts with how they did it and what I was saying was a ceiling titty up there was just because of cost so I'm relying on like my interactions with like home builders and with home inspectors and things like that and you're talking about experience as like a tenant in a building. Um, or like the homeowner side of things, having a contractor come out to do work in the house, like to install Mm -hmm. a ceiling fan. And I didn't know. So I was like, what you were saying was that they were cutting corners and I was like, well, they're not really cutting corners. They're cutting costs. Like they're being cost effective. And I feel like, did like, were you getting frustrated by kind of?
0: Yes. Because I was like, yeah, that's what I'm fucking saying. Like in my brain, that's what was happening. I was like, we're... I said, my words may not be what you're saying, but my intention is what you are communicating. Right. And I was like, I don't understand. So I'm getting frustrated because I don't have the words to communicate that. And you need to have this absolute like empirical data. Everything has to be like what you say is what you mean. Mm -hmm. Everything is very literal with you and it has to match. Yeah. And so you were like, okay, but that's not what you're saying. And I'm like... You're like, I'm saying the same
1: thing. And you were like, I understand that you want to be right about it. And I'm like, well, you know, and then I kind of had to take a step back and I was like, well, I'm not trying to like make you be wrong. Like I'm not trying to prove that like I'm right over you. I just want to understand what you're saying because when you say something, you know, because I do tend to think in very like black and white linear terms, I'm like, do you know something that I don't know? Is there something about what I have experienced and what I understand that is different that I need to take Mm -hmm. into account? And I think that you were like, you just want to argue your point until you prove that you're right and I'm like, that's not it at all. I just like what you're saying. If like what you're saying is valid, I want to understand what you're saying in the context of this yeah, conversation. But you, <laughs> need,
0: you need the logic behind it and you need facts and you need it like you need clear, unrefutable, <clears throat> empirical empirical data to say this is, this is what it is. And like, that's just fact.
1: Right, but I didn't need that. I mean, what I was, the, the point, of me like even going back and forth at all was just like we're saying two different things but you're saying what you're saying is what you're trying to say is what I said I'm like but that's not what you said I want to understand what you said you know what I'm saying <laughs> so I'm just like I can't hear the meaning of what you say I'm hearing what you actually say So, I don't know. And then we just, like, had to, like, laugh about that. And then I was like, okay, well, honey, like, it's okay. Like, I'm really not trying to, like, be mean to you. I just want to understand what you mean. And then that led us into a conversation about just different communication styles and how...
0: How, like, you... If, if i say something hurt my feelings or i'm like i don't like it when you do this and mm-hmm. you're like okay can you give me specific examples and then or like if i'm heated about something in the moment and you're like okay can you give me specific examples and i'm like babe i don't remember what i had for breakfast this morning much less the example that i could specifically give you mm-hmm. so no i just know what's been happening <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then this is my other thing, too, because this was even a problem at work. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize like the extent of my neurodivergence at that point, obviously. But at work, you know, like everybody's always waiting until you have a three, six year long, you know, frame of time to do like an evaluation over the span of what, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 30 minutes to an hour, depending on like what you do and how people do things, how many people are involved in leadership or whatever. But, you know, they'll bring up something and it's like, oh, this and this and this happened or this happens and it happens so frequently. If it's not, I'm just like, I need specific examples. And the other thing that I need is for you to not wait a, a month three months, six months to a year to address that with me. If that's a problem, you know what I'm saying? If you pick up on it two or three times at that point, you need to like, let me know that this is something that's going on. At that point, two, three times is a pattern, two, three times is what's going on. But I'm just like two, three times, that gives me enough time to figure out how frequently it's happening. I might be able to figure out any other attributes to do that so that I can make sure that I can adjust my behavior, tweak some things, make some changes to go along with that. What is happening? in that pattern that is also making these things happen that I can do that's gonna help to facilitate how we move forward. So you'll be happy and I'll be happy. So that's all that that comes from. But if it's something that you're like, well, I noticed that this has been happening lately and I'm just like, okay, when? This instant, sure, but I cannot pinpoint. And sometimes I can be like, oh, okay, well, I can see how I've done that. But if I don't know, I will ask because I also need that information Mm -hmm. to figure out what can I tie that to? What else was going on at that time? What was going on with me? What was my mental state at that time? Like, you know, what else? Like, was that a misunderstanding? Is that something that you projected versus something that actually happened? Is it something that I'm turning a blind eye to, but it is something that I'm doing that's problematic or cyclical? Um, so that's just how I process and I guess it's always been how I've processed and I just didn't have as many specific little tools and all the little pieces that I have now when I Mm -hmm. was like. 23
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you are definitely like a details person yeah for sure and I am more of a big picture mm-hmm. and so like when you want those detail things I'm like babe I don't know it just happened mm-hmm. and so I'm frustrated with you and you're like how can it just happen if I don't have all the details that make makes this makes sense i'm
1: just like sure it just happened but like when did it happen because i need to know what else was going on so that it doesn't have to happen again or i can recognize it when it's happening or acknowledge it when it's happening right
0: so i feel like overall we do a good job of balancing even though we have very different communication styles Mm -hmm. and different thought processes um that we do a good job of balancing for the most part meeting each other in the middle Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Even on the dates where I clearly am just frustrated and don't have the words to explain why, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, because, <laughs> and you're like, that is definitely not a valid reason for anything. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: You know what, honey, I, I understand that you're frustrated, and if we need to have some time, that's fine. But like, it's not resolved if we just leave it and don't talk. <laughs> through what to, <laughs> otherwise it's gonna happen again. And guess what? I'm probably not good like the thing that initiated the conversation that we had, I'm not going to remember in the grand scope, you know, the grand scheme of things. I'm gonna remember the conversation that we had, but I'm not gonna have the piece of information because I'm just like, what was it that was pissing you off so much in that situation that happens all the time? <clears throat> but yeah, that was something else that I told my new therapist. Um I was just like yeah like I I'm trying to do a a much better job of saying what I mean, like, and, and meaning what I say, because I understand, I don't know, like, you need the nuance, you need the information, you need the directness in order to be understood the best. So I'm trying to do a better job of like, meaning what I say in hopes of being able to connect. It's not going to work. I'm just never going to get people, I think. And that's fine. But I don't know.
0: Well, shit, I feel like I understand people, too. But our experiences are different in our understanding. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's plenty of times where I'm like, babe, I don't don't understand why they reacted this way. Mm -hmm. Or I have no clue why someone would ever do this or why we have this way. Mm -hmm. And so I don't... There's times when you have to explain stuff to me too and I'm like oh Mm, yeah okay
1: that makes sense that makes me feel better
0: yeah it is definitely not just you and there are plenty of times especially at work where I'm like I know I hurt this person's feelings or I know I did this or like this person came at me this way and I did and like I just don't understand and you help me break that down sometimes especially Emotionally, I have a hard time connecting with people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um Just right off the bat, I'm not great at that uh, because I've put up a lot of walls to not be good at it. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm unlearning some of that and am sitting more in it, you've already been doing all of this. So I'm like, okay, in your experience, <laughs> mm-hmm. if somebody does this, 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 what does that mean to you? Okay. All right. Well, I didn't see it that way. But that makes more sense. Thank you for talking this out with me.
1: It helps. Mm -hmm. It works to our our advantage a lot that we are not like too similar. Yeah. um, Polar opposites in some ways. And then like super duper aligned in other ways, which is, I don't know, it just creates a really, really cool balance. So when we have those issues with like the outside world and stuff. It always feels like safe. And even if we don't, even if our communication styles don't always like align, I feel like our desire to understand Mm -hmm. is where we kind of find that alignment. And that's really cool.
0: Mm -hmm. We really do compliment each other in so many ways and compliment with an E, not an I.
1: Compliment with an E, not with an I. Nailed it. That's how honey feels about themselves and I. <laughs> you little dummy. Okay, like I know that themself is grammatical, but it sounds and looks stupid. So I don't think so. I think it's always just going to be elves. Instead of elf.
0: Themself? Yeah, um, someone at work referred to me and then used their self. And I was like,
1: that's technically right it just sounds awful
0: yeah um i was just caught off guard that they used that first of all because they're typically one that kind of goes back and forth Mm -hmm. um, but mainly uses more she her pronouns for me Mm -hmm. even though we've said they them Mm -hmm. so it caught me off guard i was sitting back and i was like oh and then i did the same thing in my head i had a whole reckoning being like is that that's not grammatical i hate Mm -hmm. that do i hate that i don't but but a for their, effort,
1: their self a for effort, yeah, herself, well, yeah, herself himself I, is should it be themselves? I just I feel like... I don't know,
0: i th- that is where I get into a complicated because I really do feel feel that they them is is accurate mm-hmm. um right now, <laughs> and um. So I'm I'm having a hard time being like okay well, because I'm a grammar um, Nazi. Not nah, that's a bad word. I'm a grammar. I enjoy everything enthusiast. being grammatically
1: correct. A grammar enthusiast. Okay. A grammar. Grammar freak. I don't appreciator. know. Appreciator. A grammar hammer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a grammar hammer. So I'm not going to correct you on a uh, like a. An email thread or any of that. But just know internally I'm correcting. Grammar hammer. (laughs) Grammar hammer. Grammar hammer. I don't. I don't know that I like that.
1: You don't like grammar hammer?
0: I don't know. I'll have to sit with it for a second. Say it
1: a few more times. Grammar hammer, grammar hammer, grammar hammer. Hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah,
0: so re- trying to figure out <laughs> what actually is the proper way to say this, or like, are we just... Because also grammar changes according to the... Usage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what is actually correct now? Words that, words that weren't words when we <laughs> were born are now words in the dictionary. So,
1: I mean... All of this shit is made up. If they want to say their self, they want to say themmies, they want to say thems, then fine. No, I don't. Okay. That's what they should do like a non binary subscription box. Like you got like him's, you got hers, you should have thems.
0: (laughs) Definitely couldn't be
1: theirs. No, thems. Because it could be his too. Nope, thems. Hims, hers, and thems. You can make up some new neo-pronouns if you'd like. <laughs> the kids really seem to be into that these days. <laughs> I'm be like, what are your pronouns? Um, wallaby and co wallaby
0: <laughs> Oh, no. Well, Riv Butcher has a new stand-up special. I know. I've out. tried
1: to watch it like three times.
0: Have you? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any of it um, other than the one little clip about some white woman <laughs> having to know Riv's pronouns. I have to know. I
1: have to know. I have to know. I have to know. I have to know. She uses they, them pronouns, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy for them. That is the joke. I did not just... <laughs> misgender river butcher no that's (laughs) that's their joke (laughs) yeah uh but yeah the name of the special is a different kind of guy a different kind of dude i think different kind of dude a different Mm -hmm. kind of guy but it's really funny
0: yeah because uh river butcher also is someone who identifies as Mm non-binary
1: um it feels very comfy yeah non-binary
0: yeah with they them and and has is doing the medically so hrt and mm-hmm. hormone replacement uh, therapy as well mm-hmm. so like i don't know it's cool just to see that
1: um oh i have a, a subreddit that you need to join okay too I'll i'll make sure i do that that's kind of on brand well that is on brand not kind of it is But yeah, Butcher's hot. I'm super excited for them. They seem really comfy and um, happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just, I love that for them. I don't know. I've always had this weird thing. Like, I just kind of wanted to, like, reach out and, like, grab their hand. I feel like you...
0: You always just have a knowing about people, mm-hmm. about trans people mm-hmm. or queer people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel like that's why you, you just want to protect everybody and let them know that it's okay. I do. To be themselves. And trans people are like the
1: people that I'm like, mm-hmm, come here, come here. I see you, you are safe and I love you. Um, that's essentially like I literally met like a trans friend Mm -hmm. kind of in that way like they were working they went out somewhere the friend that I was hanging out with knew them and they were so cute and I just went I was like oh my gosh you're so beautiful look at you and your bow tie and they were like can I Hug you, and I was like, I would love it if we hugged. Um, and that was just like within the first like 30 seconds, it was like a weird magnetic thing. I don't know, it was really cool. And we've talked ever since. <laughs> Here we are. Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: Yeah, That's that cool. wasn't even me. I'm sorry. You kicked my Achilles too. I know. I'm sorry. Why are you treating me like this? Well,
1: why are you treating me like this? It's not on purpose. I want to go to New Orleans.
0: Okay. Um, Everybody has heard you talk about how you do not enjoy New Orleans. Okay. So
1: why? (laughs) I want to go to New Orleans and have a different experience than I had before. So I am very into like the occult and witchy shit. But when we went to New Orleans, we did kind of like the debaucherous New Orleans for New Year's eve slash day experience. And that was just not my pace. Um I need old lady vacation. <laughs> yeah. I would like to go to New Orleans and I wanna thrift and I wanna go see like a psychic medium and like maybe do an architecture tour. And like Yeah, just look around at pretty weird things and see oddities and just embrace, like, the more spiritual side of it instead of, like, going in and just eating and drinking the whole time. Yeah. I'm not not a party boy.
0: (laughs) No. I'm not a party boy. But I'd be be down for that. Party B. (laughs) Because even just, like, taking a walk along the French Quarter would be a better experience than what we had
1: Mm -hmm. Um, and at a time where like there's not something going on
0: yeah not quite as many people and
1: because the roads were so crowded i mean like people on foot yeah um you know just everything was like crowded there were cars going everywhere it was (laughs) uber everywhere it was uh it was just a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was a young young people's trip, and yeah. like that's what you're supposed to experience New Orleans like. Like mm-hmm. I, and I get that. Um, we were just past that. Yeah. Point in our lives, and that's not that's not my thing. It's other people's things. Their vacation is like let's get fucking wasted and forget about our real lives.
1: And I'm like, ooh, oh, darling, and if would I had you like kids, to have kids, it might lunch? be like that too. Would you like to have lunch and then FaceTime with the sitter to check on the pups in the bird? <laughs> Oh, this tea is exquisite. May I have another bag net, please? Can we
0: get up early? Can
1: we get some more bag nets, please? I know it's beignet.
0: First of all, we have to get some coffee. But can we get up early, find some caffeine somewhere? And then, oh, you want to go thrifting? Yeah, that sounds like a fun time. Mm -hmm. Let's go. But um, the thing that I'm... And eating. Yeah, eating
1: for show. We love food. But we just didn't want that to be like... the highlight, you know, was just like... And it wasn't really eating. It was just drinking that was the highlight.
0: Yeah. Our meals were planned around like... Alcohol. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, we are not big drinkers. So anyway, yeah, not, Um, no. but I would love... Because I, I love the occult stuff that's there or mm-hmm. would be a lot more interested in it now because as a kid, I was interested in it, but it was always like you know, I wasn't supposed to be because it wasn't Even Christian with me, it's the devil. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm like, y'all, shut the fuck up. Like, I never even <laughs> got
1: to trick or treat. I was like, this is all fake. Um, but like, I feel connected to that. I feel connected to like witchy stuff. I feel connected to, you know, d- alternate types of medicine and healing and metaphysical i mean it just really speaks to me
0: for people our age i've noticed that like a bunch of they're giving us comparisons we like occulty things because of harry potter and i'm like that's not first of all my wife doesn't even read Mm. harry potter and the only reason she's watched it is because probably i made her so yeah i don't fuck
1: with harry potter
0: so that's not the case and I clearly don't have that big of an attachment to it any longer because can suck a dick um, that is on a trans woman. So, I don't know. Um, so everything that happens, like I I don't have to be shamed for it or feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And so just losing, losing some of that religious trauma associated with
1: things oh yeah and i'm sure like i was thinking about this a little while ago because um i mean i would like to say i talked to my grandmother on the phone yesterday but she just talked to me but even thinking about like having her here or having like my mom like they would like be like jumping out of their skin seeing some of the stuff like on the walls even though it's not even incriminating, I just think that they would be like, oh, no, you're so wayward. you know. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: for sure. Like, I know when my mom has come here the one or two times that she has mm-hmm. or like, if to, especially if we're not here
1: mm-hmm. and she has
0: the time to just look. To go
1: look. Yeah. yeah
0: I know that she's probably like, "Ugh," clutching her pearls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, for sure, I am definitely wayward in their opinion of uh, or we are wayward in their opinion
1: of or scope of things. Oh for sure. Like the first 16 times that they were like y'all want to come to church and we were like no thank you.
0: Yeah, I, I finally- think they were like No, I finally had to tell my mom, like, just straight up, like, I will not be going to church any longer. Mm -hmm. I have no interest. Please don't invite me. Mm -hmm. No, I probably don't want to play that church service that you aren't available for. But thank you for thinking of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because even like I would make the joke of unless somebody was paying me, I wasn't going to church Mm -hmm. and paying me to play. And now, like, I had the opportunity to do that. And I still was like, "Mm, no, thanks. Mm hmm. So I'm enjoying um, our debaucherous nature of occult things. Oh my gosh. So curse words, cannabis. CBD all so that.
1: much debauchery from this gorgeous beautiful perfect plant that just grows in nature naturally and it makes you feel better and you can have it in so many different ways it doesn't even have to be the kind that gets you high it can just be the kind that makes your brain feel calm yeah. the kind that helps to suppress your appetite or increase your appetite rather. So that you can nourish your body, the kind that helps you focus, the kind that helps to alleviate your stress and anxiety so that you can just get through the damn day. Oh, no, not that. I don't understand how like it's legal in some states and not in others. I don't understand how that works. I mean, like I understand it, but I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, I was about to go into a whole whole governmental rant and
1: uh no like logistically i understand how it works morally
0: no i think it's absolutely stupid it's really dumb that we're still testing for thc on anything Mm -hmm. when even if they used the legalized version of it it still will pop on a drug screen Mm -hmm.
1: there's still trace amounts of thc in a huge percentage of cbd products Mm -hmm. cbd and hemp products <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I don't know y'all. I don't it just feels stupid. Stupid. It's dumb. I don't like it very much.
0: No, me neither. I think it's really dumb.
1: It's super stupid. I hope that y'all are enjoying listening to this. Um you know, I'm just trying to make sure that y'all get what you like. Y'all like to have us both on here and we just this is what we do. We're just <laughs> a couple of little sweet little we're just a sweet little old Jewish couple just chilling in our little witch house um learning some accurate historical things about black history month (gasps) speaking of black history did y'all know that harriet tubman's real first name was not harriet
0: (laughs) i did not
1: please please please
0: share what the correct name is and then her correct first name is araminta
1: araminta and she had the nickname minty Mm. and i had no idea I saw this TikTok the other day and I have not been able to stop thinking about it since but like white people are y'all asking your parents and grandparents about When they were like throwing rocks at kids when they were desegregating schools? (laughs) Did you ask them if they've ever attended lynchings? Have you asked them about the ways that they have been abusive toward Black people? Because there are still so many people who have survived that. These people would just be my in law's age and Uh, a little bit younger. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, older for sure, and like a little bit younger even. So like when desegregation was going on, are y'all asking your people about their roles in that? Because it's not just our people who have had like these ghosts doing all this shit and they've got the scars to prove it. Somebody had to perpetuate that.
0: No, that shit made me want to throw the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah. oh no, um, but sort of, mm-hmm. but I haven't directly asked the, that specifically. I, um, being the little diplomat that I am, I have asked my parents about their experience with it Mm -hmm. um, because they grew up in Birmingham Mm -hmm. during the civil rights movement and all of that. So I was like, okay, did you ever go? What was, what did you know? And My mom was like, no, I didn't go. Um, And I don't know that I believe. Mm -hmm. So, but I was like, what was your experience like? Can you tell me like what some of the news was like? And she, I don't remember what all she said, but it was definitely the white, white version the of whitewashed
1: it. version
0: uh, uh-huh talking about how they were rioting versus protesting and i was mm-hmm. like okay um she they were also at um the college that they went to was integrated while they were there yeah
1: i remember her saying uh-huh
0: that it was and like I, a big yeah and i attended the same college that they did so i wanted to know like i, I was like what was this like what how did students treat them did you encounter them what mm-hmm. was this like And my mom shared that they integrated over the summer so Mm -hmm. that there wasn't um, hopefully as big a protest or any ability for, like, things to potentially go wrong if they had less people there. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that makes sense. And she was like, yeah, I didn't really see them. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like we were all together for that conversation. And I was like, "Mm."
0: does it feel sure. like you're giving me all of the truth
1: but sure so
0: i think i'm sorry it's i think okay. i'll have to like i'm gonna have to ask directly like mm-hmm. that at some point when they're feeling a little bit more open to mm-hmm. things like oh man if i could ever get my mom to um try cannabis just one time that would be such a it's fun time it's just
1: delta eight ain't nobody gonna know
0: so you retire you work for yourself i know we right got to tell you don't even, it doesn't even matter Ain't nobody
1: gonna know we won't even talk about it yeah so like i want to directly
0: i do want to directly ask her that mm-hmm. or like my my dad's um sibling that is older mm-hmm. like you would have been an adult during mm-hmm. this so and a young adult so some of those pictures for real for real Could be you and your Mm -hmm. older sister. So, Mm -hmm. like, were y'all out there? Mm -hmm. Tell me about this. What was your experience and what was your role Mm -hmm. in this? How many people did you see lynched? How many people did you see this? Uh, Were you or our family ever responsible
1: for? And everybody is going to lie because, like, nobody wants to admit to that shit. And I feel like boomers and who was it? boomers and who's the generation before I don't know uh, anyway like can almost kind of hide in anonymity because there's no unless we like go and we're like looking up periodicals in the library like under like the little scrolly thing that like magnifies the pictures and stuff we to look through if anybody knows what that's called, let me know. Um but Um uh, I
0: I feel like I know what it is. It's a I feel like it has the word fish microfiche. Microfiche. You're welcome.
1: Mm. I knew I'd find it eventually. Yes, microfiche. Okay. Um and you said that and my brain was like, Yeah, microfiche.
0: Yeah. We both knew this. We we both said this yes. before. So I knew right. that if I could remember a portion of it, yes. it it would click.
1: Yeah. Um, so like under the microfiche, like they they don't have social media and I, obviously they weren't thinking about the advancement of technology in those times and they would smile for pictures and show up to do that. But this was the equivalent for them of like going to see a movie. Mm -hmm. This was like a night out on the town. They would go like see a lynching and then have a milkshake and talk about like how cool it was or how long somebody struggled before they like stopped moving or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That was a thing. Which
0: one of my family members were a part of the KKK?
1: Mm-hmm. Were? Are. Like it's ooh, it's scary stuff to think about. I don't know, I just I, it makes me feel so creepy to think about ever like This wasn't reveling. that long ago. Not at all. It wasn't but that But reveling long ago. in somebody else's like pain and suffering. And the thing was, they didn't really give a shit about like justice. They just wanted to catch him and kill him. It didn't have anything. They didn't care. Like nobody, mm-hmm. there was no remorse if the person was proven to be innocent, you know, even post-mortem. Um, so like, I don't, I, I can't relate to that. I think it's a lot of darkness that white people got a lot of healing and undoing to do. And it's still so present and so obvious that people are still holding on to that. And I just, I don't know, like, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. I get so confused about why white people are so... Well, Gramps can't... Gramps Gramps is a good person. I just don't understand how, like, the narrative that white people have always had about black people and about other people of color is that we're lazy, but they literally came and stole us from our land. They stole resources. They stole people. They brought us over here to build things. And their job was to, like, help, quote unquote, keep us in line but there was no actual. So I'm just like, how are you going to sit over here and then say that people of color and black people are lazy when we literally built the fucking country?
0: My ancestors
1: built the buildings that these pieces of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. they were the ones that harvested your crops. They were the ones that grew them. It was their blood, sweat and tears that fertilized the things that, you know what I'm saying? This fucking cotton that they picked. And I, I just, it's crazy. And everything goes back into fucking capitalism. And that is why I'm just like, oh, I have to get out of it. I have to get out of it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's the worst thing that humankind has done. It really is. I don't.
0: Humans are terrible. They are. We fuck up everything. We do.
1: (laughs) Well, I just had a thought, but I'm not going to leave that as the prelude to the next week's episode I think we're gonna do this episode first okay and then the next episode is gonna be a really really cool one um about religion and queerness and Mm. I am so excited
0: yeah I um was jealous that you did that interview by yourself because Mm -hmm. I had to work when when you had it scheduled and I had to work all week so there's no working around it yeah um but I've wanted to be a fly on the wall for that I wanted to ask some questions or like so I'm sure that you asked really great questions that I probably wouldn't have thought to ask and of course the obvious ones that I would have so I'm excited to listen to that one myself because I haven't even heard it I'm so excited it was really really cool
1: um so yeah I think that we'll do this one first because I want to make sure that they've got enough time to like look over everything have like the final say give me the thumbs up on the final edit before it's published and stuff Um, Because there is some sensitive subject matter um, in it, like Mm. not like trigger warning stuff, but like, you know, just just sensitive to somebody's life and life experience and everything. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. (sighs) Is there anything else you want to talk about? (laughs) I don't think so. I think we got everything
0: out. (laughs) I think that
1: we did. We hope that you just enjoyed this little Sunday morning rant. Um, from your two favorites because yeah that's what felt right today so that's what we did We love you guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sweetest Honey podcast. Please connect with us on social media. Follow us on Instagram at sweetesthoney.love. You can send us an email if you want to be a guest. If you have a story you want to share, you can leave an anecdote, just nice words, words of encouragement. Um, That email address is info at sweetesthoney.love. You can text us or send us a voicemail to 205-202-0511 please remember to rate five stars and to leave us a review wherever you listen and to share with a friend. We would really, really appreciate that a whole, whole, whole lot. But thank you for being here with us and we will talk to you next time. Bye! Bye.